Welcome to the Sparked Podcast, a place to keep your spark bright. Here I've brought together my most powerful tips from the last decade plus partnering with small businesses on all things leadership, mindset, people and culture. Here my approach combines intuitive psychology, strategy, neuroscience and results-based coaching to unlock your highest potential. Step into your power and truly own your role as a leader so that you can spread the positive impacts of your purpose-led work everywhere. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a mindset and performance coach for purpose-led leaders. I'm a mama to two cheeky little munchkins. I'm a wine appreciator, nature-obsessed, stubbornly optimistic child at heart, and I'm here to inspire belief in what's possible for you because it is all so possible. I hope that this podcast leaves you feeling lighter, more inspired, and more ready than ever to go out there and take actions on your big dreams and vision. I can't wait to dig in. See you in the podcast. Hello, hello, hello. So lovely to be here. I'm super excited to share this episode with you, which is all about leadership and reminding you, if you have forgotten, that leaders are made, not born. Leaders are made, not born. And what do I mean by that? I mean that no one, (laughs) oh gosh, I'm going to start from this place right at the start. No one is born into this world as in coming out of their mothers as little babies. No one is born into this world as a leader. Leaders are made over time through certain practices, knowledge, skills, beliefs, and they develop into leaders over time. And while this might sound really obvious to you, I think it's something that we forget a lot. And I I hear a lot in the organisations that I work with, you know, the idea that, oh, yeah, that person's just not a leader. They're just not a leader. You know, they'll, they'll never be a leader. They just don't have it in them. And this is a podcast to really smash that belief on its head because everybody has it in them. Everybody has it in them. If you believe in the power of growth and that we have the ability to change and grow over time through the right learning and effort and focus and and skills, then you can recognize that anyone has the capacity to be a leader. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about my own leadership story and journey to help help prove is a perfect example of this because so to take you back a little bit i i used to be absolutely petrified of public public speaking like i can remember many moments of standing in front of a boardroom and my hands shaking like crazy my whole body shaking like my brain going blank and sometimes even my knees (laughs) wobbling (laughs) you know like and I feel like I was one of those people who was really good at pretending like I was confident on the outside but 
on the inside, I did not feel confident. I was so full of fear and anxiety and absolutely petrified of being called on to speak or be the center of attention. So even though I'm sitting here right now, you know, smiling, um, mostly confident and talking to you, you know, really clearly and, and happily about leadership, it's definitely not a natural capability that I was born with. So to take you back to my roots, I grew up in a tiny little town in the Pilbara called Wickham. I don't know if anyone's heard of it. It's probably about 18 hours drive up north. So yeah, it's super, super far into the bush. Um, maybe about like halfway between like Perth and Broome, something like that. Less than 2000 people, tiny little town full of red dirt, spin effects, you know, lots of bush stink bombs. Um, you know, right next to Karatha and yeah, just a, a, like an absolutely classic, tiny little mining town. And as a kid in school, I was a hundred percent like a little follower. You know, I was the youngest of three, three kids in my family. Um, and I was the youngest by almost 10 years. So my two older brothers, you know, they were like my heroes, right? They were my leaders and I looked up to them and I just followed everything that they did, everything that they said, you know, if they liked the new Offspring album, I loved Offspring. <laughs> if they liked fixing cars on the weekend, I liked fixing cars, like anything that they liked to do, I was there following them. Then in my friendship group, um, at school, you know, I used to copy everything that my best friend Cara did. You know, she was just the coolest epitome of cool. And if she bought those cool billabong flower shorts, then the following week, guess who almost had the exact same pair? <laughs> this girl. <laughs> oh my God, is billabong even a cool thing these days? I know that they used to be all the rage back in the day. And I like clearly remember a moment, yeah, when I would have been maybe like eight or nine. And I remember my mum saying to me, like, Emma, why don't you be more of a leader? You know, you don't have to do everything that Cara does. <laughs> and I'd say, whatever, mum, what do you know? Like cranking my latest Spice World album or something like that. <laughs> So while I wasn't born a leader, what changed for me was over the last decade plus, like being surrounded by leaders who were inspiring, who were changing the world, who were doing amazing things and sharing their learnings with me along the way. And I think, you know, I wouldn't be able to put my my finger precisely on the moment that I had this realization, but there would have been an accumulation over time, which resulted in me having the realization that I could be a leader too, that being surrounded by all these leaders 
and realizing that they could do it, there was like this little moment in me that this, or this little moment that triggered something in me to realize that, you know, they weren't so different to me and that the same could be possible for me too. I mean, like if they had done it, if they had stepped into their leadership power and made an impact and inspired others behind a cause that they believed in, if they had done it, then why not me? And, you know, the law of oneness states that what's possible for one is possible for everyone. Because why not, right? We're all human beings created in almost the same way and we can have the same potential for growth. So if they can grow into a leader, then I guess I can too, right? So it was from that place of realization that my spark was unlocked, that something was sparked within me. And I feel like from, from that place, it was not soon after that my purpose and my mission in life was born, which was funnily enough to unlock that spark for others by inspiring belief in what's possible for them and really opening up their eyes to the potential and awesomeness that's on offer to them. And since unlocking that spark for myself, you know, I've, yeah, I've been able to spend the last 10 years studying leadership, surrounding myself with amazing leaders and learning from inspiring visionary leaders and, you know, me, myself doing the inner work, taking the big, scary, inspired action. And since that time of doing these things, I've been able to evolve into a leader myself. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? A leader and a CEO who now runs, you know, her own flourishing six-figure business, helping men and women all over the world unlock their spark you know, lock into their purpose and their higher potential, own their role as a leader in their field and amplify the positive impact of their work all around the world. If only my mum could see what was coming, hey? <laughs> and, you know, now I get to speak on stage and train and coach and partner with some of the most amazing leaders at all stages of their business. I am truly so grateful to get to sit by their side and coach and guide them on the right aligned path for themselves. You know, from 60 year old CEOs running eight figure organizations to 30 year old startup leaders starting their own business and, you know, 16 year olds starting their first online jewelry business on TikTok. Is that what it's called? TikTok? <laughs> As you can tell, I'm not on that platform just yet. And, you know, like I believe that anyone, anyone can become a leader <clears throat> when, when they won realize what's possible and realize that it is indeed possible for them too, that they are no different to the other leaders. And two, not only once that they've re realized that it's possible, 
to two, once they found their spark, you know, and when I say that spark, I mean that spark of, of an idea or a cause or, you know, something worthy enough, an idea worthy enough for them to want to lead. And this is a big piece, I believe, because I believe that once you actually found that idea that's worth enough for you, once you've found something that you care enough about, a cause, a mission, a purpose, your reason, an idea, an idea worth sharing that you just, once you've found that spark, it's like you almost can't stop yourself from leading because something awakens within you and it's like you naturally step into your power and your inner leader shines through from within. And that's what I really wanted to share with you guys today is that leaders are made, not born. So even if you feel very far from a leader right now, you can always, you can always grow into one because leadership is firstly about having a vision and then it's about acquiring, you know, certain beliefs, certain skills, certain habits, knowledge and tools that help you own your leadership power, that help you make a difference and inspire and empower others behind that worthy cause that you want to lead. You know, some of these beliefs and skills that I talk about, you know, these are the things that I share and teach in my leadership coaching programs. If you want to learn more about that, just book book a call with me in the show notes below and I can take you through them. But they're, they're things like, you know, how to nourish a leadership and growth mindset. It's about unlocking an awareness of what your strengths and your zone of genius is because everyone's got one, right? It's about uncovering and discovering your unconscious motivators in life that govern and impact everything that you do. It's about uncovering and realizing that there are some amazing tools and techniques for having powerful conversations and communicating assertively through coaching skills and learning how to influence and negotiate and how to have difficult conversations, how to motivate your team, you know, optimize performance, how to delegate, how to clarify roles and give feedback and manage stress in your team and build your own resilience. Like all of those things, all of those skills, they, they're just that. They are just skills that can be acquired and learnt over time through focus and energy and effort and persistence. And, you know, one of those key lessons that I share in my leadership coaching programs is that you get to choose what sort of leader, like what style of leader and what type of leader you want to be. Because there is no one size fits all approach for leaders. 
because there's no one type of human. There is no one set definition of what a good leader looks like because we're all different and we're all unique. Ultimately, what is like, what is leadership at the core of it? Leadership is about inspiring others behind a worthy cause and making a difference. And there are so many different ways and styles and methods to do this. So one of the exercises I teach in my leadership coaching programs is to unlock and get clarity on who your highest self leader is. And, you know, this is something that you can do right now if you wanted to. So get out of, if you want to, if you want to get clarity on who your highest self leadership vision is, get out a piece of paper and write, write in the middle of that piece of paper, write the words, a great leader, right in the middle and draw a circle around it. And then I want you to think of, you know, one or two leaders in the world who you admire or who inspire you, you know, they could be thought leaders. They could be um, formal leaders, like in politics or in sporting teams. Um, they could be mum. They could be dad. They could be teachers. It could be a sporting coach. You know, some of the key ones that come to mind for me are like Brene Brown and Oprah and Simon Sinek because they really align with the world that I would like to see and that, that I would like to be part of creating. And I just love their style and their heart and their way and their beliefs. So once you've got those one or two leaders, what I want you to do is like draw it, create a big mind map of like little lines coming out from that great leader title in the middle and write down all the qualities that you admire about those leaders. So it could be something like inspiring, it could be courageous, it could be heart-led, it could be vulnerable, it could be thought leaders, you know, just writing down all those qualities that you admire about those leaders and draw a big mind map of them. Then it's about putting a little tick next to all the qualities that you feel like you're already really good at and then circling the qualities that you feel like you need to work on. And then that's, that's where your, you know, leadership development plan comes into place because now you've got a perfect roadmap for understanding where you need to upskill. You just want to upskill on those areas that you feel like you need to work on. And then you want to give this next level leader a catchy name. <laughs> For example, Epic Emma, <laughs> or in one of the workshops that I did uh, just a few months ago, we had Fearless Fee. Um, you know, you can really call your, your leader anything that you want. And ultimately, what this exercise done, does with you is that it unlocks your unique leadership vision so that you've got a roadmap for how to become her, how to step into and embody this higher self version of you. And the key is that, you know, this is your unique vision. You're the one who chose who you admire and what you admire about them. You know, your intuition came up with those 
those ideas immediately, right? And in all my years of doing this work, no one has ever had the same leadership vision. We're all different and we all have different desires and different beliefs about who we want to be. So when we unlock that most true, authentic, best version of us, that's when our true magic is really born. And that's when our essence really comes alive. And I just want to say, if if you're a woman listening to this, I just want to encourage you to be aware of who you pick as your leadership role models. Because we can have a tendency to like, because basically like the main examples we get of leadership as we're growing up, often without realizing it tends to be quite masculine. So if you're anything like me, you know, before I actually gave my own unique, authentic leadership vision, any thought, naturally the ideas that popped up for me about what leadership meant to me was men in corporate, men in suits, white men in suits, in front of boardroom tables, you know, pointing at a PowerPoint presentation with a really like authoritarian sort of, you know, big power feel. And while there is nothing wrong with that style, because that's not me, because I'm not a man in a corporate boardroom table, if that was the only idea that I have had of leadership, I would have immediately just said to myself, well, I can't be a leader because I'm not a man in a suit. So that's when we've got to recognize that there are so many different versions of leadership that are equally as powerful. So they're different in method and different in nature, but the results that they can achieve are the same, if not more powerful. (laughs) And that's the key is that, you know, a man in a corporate boardroom table is not for everyone. And I guess the longer that I've been in this journey, particularly in the coaching world, the online world, the leadership world, I'm really beginning to learn that there's a much more feminine and powerful way to lead, which is, you know, equally powerful, but it's softer. It's more flowy. It's more heart-centered. It's more intuitive. And it's got that just beautiful, like mother nature sort of feel to it that's more nurturing and something that you know just a personal belief of mine is that our world really needs more of this to to balance out the the craziness that has emerged in a lot of the corporate worlds is that having more you know feminine style leaders could create a real beautiful balance that our world really needs. And, you know, when I'm talking about female leaders, I'm talking about Brene Brown, Oprah, Michelle Obama, Jacinta Arden. Like there's so many different types and everyone's different, right? And leaders are made 
They're made over time, they're not born. So you get to choose what sort of leader you are making yourself into or what sort of leader you are growing into. And that the way to become the most powerful leader that you possibly can is to lock onto your authentic self. You know, to harness your natural strengths and the quirks and, you know, amazing pieces of magic that make you, you, because that's where your true power and impact is coming from. Rather than trying to copy someone else's model of leadership or wearing the billabong shorts just because someone else is or listening to offspring just because someone else is, you know, you get to do you. You get to choose you, you get to be you and just become more of your natural essence over time. And remember, just because you don't feel like a leader right now, you're never stuck. You're never stuck as you are. There is no such thing as that person just doesn't have it in them. You have totally got it in you. You are never stuck. Remember that you are where you are and where you are is just fine. Where you are is just perfect. The key is knowing where you want to go through that leadership vision exercise and then just acquiring, you know, a series of beliefs and skills which help you step into that higher self leadership version of yourself all of these things which can be learned so your homework if you're up for it is to go and create a picture of who you want to be who that higher self leadership vision is for you then it's just about acquiring the right beliefs and skills to match that aligned vision and how do you acquire those things just through focus and effort learning and persistence it's actually really simple at the heart of it <laughs> and it's so so totally possible and if you don't know where to start book a value call with me book a value call with me and I can take you through that leadership vision exercise and show you what the skills and beliefs are which would be so easy for you to be able to start to learn about because it is so, so totally possible. I'll leave the link below to the value call. And, you know, if you're in that place of just like really feeling like, you know, you're ready for your next level and you just don't know where to start, but you feel like there's more for you. You know that you could be achieving more through your team. You know that you're feeling like a little bit stuck and you're needing that little that little pep, that little pep step, or so that little pep in your step, or that pep talk. You know, booking in a value call will be the perfect way to get started to really unlock that next level leadership version for you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Send me a DM on Instagram, letting me know which which piece really spoke to you, and or send me an email, and um, we can get the ball rolling with. Uh, your value call. Sending you so much love.